Yeah, our guys had a ton of energy out there today, so it was it was good to see. You know, sometimes you go to a different place, you don't know how guys are going to react. But we had a really great practice today, full of energy. Guys are running around, you know, competing against each other. So it was it was fun to, fun to be out here and just see them. You know, step back and just see the way they work. It's awesome practice. Yeah, first thing is just, you know, it's just tough to see, you know, Mosley go down, just all the things he's battled through and the type of training camp, the season he was having. And I was just fired up for him to just have a, a complete year. And he did a lot of great things for us. So that's tough to replace. It's hard to replace a guy. We try to do our best, you know, with the guys that we have. But losing Mosley definitely hurts. Just to, He's just such a, a great teammate, great person, great player for us. And we're truly going to miss him. Yeah, we opened Jason's window, so Jason is still, you know, still working through. So we'll give him that window to see, you know, how he comes through on that. So we're still taking our time with him, and when the time is right, we'll have him. Is it, is it your your eyes that are, are going to make that decision? Is it your feedback that you're getting from him? It's you... it's a complete. Uh, it's everybody. Everybody's looking at that. It's it's JV. It's coaches. It's trainers. Everybody is involved in that process. Just want to make sure we do the right thing by JV. What are the Falcons' biggest challenges? Uh, their biggest challenges, one thing about the Falcons is they're physical and they finish. They run the ball, right? They run the ball. They don't try to hide it. They're not disguising it. They want to run the ball. They want to play smash-mouth football, and they've done a great job this year of sticking to the run. Even when they've been down, they continue to run the ball, and they've been successful at it, like top three in the league at running the football. So, you know, we have our hands full when it comes to, you know, stopping the run this week. Yeah, Ambry's been fine. Ambry's still working, competing, and he's he's looked fine. With, uh, with the next man up mentality, when you look at guys that make a jump from your one to your two, your two to your three, what is it about their offseason program that makes a difference? Uh, it's what I've seen. It's just how truly committed our guys to to diving in, right? I think that first year is always tough because you don't really have an offseason. It's combine, it's prep, it's training for all of those drills and things. And so that second year, that's where you see the biggest jump when guys just get to focus on football. They understand the scheme that they're in. They understand the techniques that's asked of them. Now they can go away and truly work on those things and get better at playing football. And that's the, the biggest, that's where guys see the biggest jump that year too, if they are truly dedicated to becoming the best player that they can be. So it all starts with the mindset of the player first. Do you want to be the best? Do, are you going to train like that? Are you going to work and do the extra to be the best? Or are you just going to be average and the average guys won't stick around? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Demo. His, his mindset was just different. Coming in a year two, like I said, see, he had a, a clear mind and he came in and he worked and he got better. And you saw that, and that's the you see the fruits of that. Him being on the field and earning an opportunity to be out there with the guys is because of the work that he put in and the mindset that he had that he wanted to be a part of it. Because the other week we were talking about um, being strong on the edges. Uh, you talking about how that gave you some leeway and freedom to make calls. Yeah. When you take Mosley out of the equation, does that have to uh, an effect on on what you feel comfortable doing and things you can call and things like that? Yeah, I think always. Anytime you lose a, a starter, a guy that's uh, plays at, the, at a high level like Mosley, it's going to be different, right? It's going to be different. It's not the same. Uh, 
And so it's going to be a challenge for sure. But we'll the thing about our team and the guys we have is nobody flinches, right? Everybody has E-Man's back, and we're going to strap it up and be ready to go for them. And everybody's going to go out and compete at their best, right, to get this one for E-Man. Along those same lines, having Charbarius, how, how much confidence does that give you? And, and when back to when you guys brought him in, how much input do you have in, you know, when you guys are pursuing free agents or looking at them? Yeah. What were your thoughts on, on Yeah, well, we all, as coaches, defensive coaches, I look at all the positions along with the position coaches, and we come together, and you know, everybody has their opinion, and we kind of rank guys of where we see them. And... Mooney was one of those guys that we, of course, we loved. And, you know, you don't know if you can get guys because the contract and situation, that's not ours. But just looking at the film and watching the player, loved his tape and loved what he could bring to our team. So excited about having him. And he's been everything that we could have hoped for. Right? He's came out and he's competed every day. He's challenged guys to become better. And that's the one thing you like in free agents, which you don't know is, you don't know when you get guys in free agency because it's different from the draft process where you're interviewing and you're spending a lot of time meeting with these guys. It's different from the free agent process. So, you know, we were very lucky to get a great guy and a great player all in one. Do you, do you expect that with a four-year guy to go back to the draft from four years previously and look at, you know, how much time you spent around him and kind of reflect on what kind of guy he impressed you to be back then? Yeah, I think you always look back at those at those notes and you can tell like, man, I like this guy. It's always the it's always I like this guy when he came out. You know, you like a certain number of guys that you highlight that you want as rookies. You can't get them all, but you always kind of follow those guys that you like and you, they always stick in your mind. So it's cool when you miss a guy as a rookie, but you're able to come back and get him as a free agent. And to get a guy like Mooney, that was an unbelievable pickup for us. Yeah, Charles has Charles has shown tremendous improvement. When we first got him, he was in a different scheme, asked to do different things. So it takes time to understand how to play our scheme. And Charles has done a great job of working with you know, Coach Kasarik and Coach Tap. And he's you're seeing like his his length and his physicality. It shows up on Sunday. He's able to make plays, you know, because of that. I think it's just the attack style of football. Like when we're we're coming off the ball and we're attacking, we're trying to reset the line of scrimmage. So it's not only just attacking, but it's a certain it's a certain footwork, it's a certain technique, certain things with your hands, your eyes, your keys. So it's a, a lot of little intricate details that goes into you know playing D line for us. It's not just get off the ball and go right freely. It's about doing it in a controlled manner that allows us, allows them to continue to be the strength of the team and make plays in the run game and in the pass game. What do you think of your interior guys are stepping in for Eric and Javon and, you know, Yeah, Kevin and Riz, they've done a, they've done a great job with the, the more, the more reps that they've given. You see them, for me, I've seen them get better the more they're out there. Uh, Riz is He's done a great job playing style for us. Kevin has been, he's just been consistent. Ever since Kevin has been here, even last year, like Kevin is the same. He continues to make plays for us over and over again. So Kevin has done great. Spence has came in, you know, in a backup role, rotational role, and he's provided some some good plays for us as a depth player. So the guys that we have, the way we rotate those guys, I think it helps so nobody is getting too taxed or too many reps. Guys are are able to go out and play fresh, play fast. How much is Drake Jackson? Yeah, Drake is still coming. Drake is competing. He's getting better. Uh, 
he, he's getting there. Yeah, he still has a ways to go, but he's doing a good job of being dialed in with everything that we're asking him to do. Do you expect uh, to see Kyle Pitts on Sunday? And when you're doing scout team stuff with him, do you put a receiver there or do you put a tight end there? Yeah, we, uh, well, we do expect to see Kyle Pitts. I know he's back at practice, so we expect to see him out there. And when we are, you know, Scout team guys, whoever gets it, it could be a tight end, it could be a receiver, and that's kind of like who Kyle Pitts is. Right? Sometimes he can line up interior inside and be a blocker. Sometimes he's out as a wide receiver, running, you know, go ball. So it's uh, he does a little bit of everything, and I know he's a he's an intricate piece to what they have on their offense that allows them to do many different things out of multiple personnel groupings because of the flexibility that Kyle gives them and. Uh, the other tight end, Parker Hess, looked, and, and does he give them a, a different look when he's in the backfield? And, and yeah, playing? I think it's, it's cool about their offense is they have all these different tight ends and backs, but they all kind of play the same position. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a, they do a lot of different things, a lot of different people, and I think it's cool for them because they can get to a lot of different plays with multiple people and try to confuse defenses, and they do a good job of mixing it up. Are, are yeah. runs coming? Uh, just a bunch of different ways, whether they're designed or like you worry about getting flushed out with that pass rush and kind of turning the edges out. Yeah, well, first thing first with this week, we worried about stopping the, stopping the run. Right. Yeah, and so that's one thing that we're, we're committed to, and we know they're going to be committed to it as well. That's good. Yeah, I think the thing with Mariota is what he brings to that that team just to his ability with the quarterback run threat. Like when an offense has that has that threat, it's tough on a defense. You have to account for the quarterback. You have to play eleven on eleven football. So he brings that element to them, which makes them even better because they're really good at just running normal runs and then you throw in the quarterback run element, it's a lot to defend. So we have our hands full, but we're up for the challenge. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Jeff Wilson is one of your favorite players and your son's favorite player. Um, what? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different things that go into that. But what are some qualities about him that makes you say that? Oh, what Jeff, Jeff is is that, I mean, Jeff comes here with a smile on his face every day. He works as hard as anybody. He's pleasant to be around. He's always trying to get better. He's tough as nails. I mean, it's hard to get him out of a game. Um, he's diligent. He's a very professional player as far as his preparation. I mean, I could go. I could keep going. He runs hard. He finishes. He's a good teammate. He's a great person to coach. I mean, he just Jeff's a consummate pro. He comes here every day. And what I love about him too is that, you know, I'm the I'm a, I get grumpy. I mean, you know, and Jeff doesn't. He comes to work every day with a smile on his face, ready to work. And it's a, he's a pleasure to be around. And I'm really happy that when he's gotten his opportunities, he's been able to to, to have some success. Would you just kind of describe the overall offensive mood right now after getting a, kind of a nice game like that in Carolina as compared to where you were maybe two, three weeks ago? You know, it's nice to have the production, obviously. So, like I said, it's always nice to walk in after a win and talk about your production. But in the same sense, it's still about how we're doing. You know, you still are going to evaluate every step you take and all the little things that we could be doing better. And we're still not there. Like we talked about even early in the season when there wasn't the production, um, 
there was a lot of good things going on, but yet we just weren't getting the production uh, right now. I'm not saying it's the opposite now, but it is. You can, you just don't know. All of a sudden, you break one run and you make one big play on a, on a, on a, on a throw, and, and next thing you know, you're scoring a bunch of points, but yet you've still got a lot to work on. So that's, I think the overall mood is one that it's nice to win. It's nice to be a little more productive, but at the same time, I think everybody knows there's a lot of work still to do. I think Jalen bounced back and had a really nice game after, um, you know, he he came in at the end of the uh, um, the Denver game and, and really struggled, you know, and then the next week came in and played better and and, uh, and is really this week was a really good game for him. I mean, he he uh, he handled he was up to the challenge. He gave up a sack. Uh, he was laid off the count. Uh, that's not to say he didn't give it up. He gave it up. You got to get off on the snap count. But uh, he got off late on the count and 53 got the edge on him and got the sack. But Jalen performed better. He he he. He rose up. He was disappointed in himself at how he ended that Denver game, and uh, and he really came back and has performed. Was mistakes, uh, you know, Debo talked about mistakes that you guys made in, in Carolina. Other people did too. Was that a theme after the game that, you know, the score indicates that we blew this team out, but, you know, there, there's improvements that we could have made uh, in, in that game? Well, I think that everybody's really to a point now where you're, what are we, five games in right now that you – you would expect these things to, you know, not be as many, and 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 there were there were more probably than anybody would have wanted or expected, and I think that's probably why you think you know we should be hitting our stride and starting to feel good, and even though you know, maybe it feels like we're improving, and I'm sure we are incrementally. I think guys still look at it and say, you know, there's still so much work to be done, and each player, you know, Debo could have been talking about, I don't know, you'd have to ask him about himself about the receiver room, I don't know, but I think overall in general. Um, there's always work to be done, and, and we are a team that, <laughs> excuse me, needs to develop and keep working to get better throughout this season. Is Jimmy Garoppolo one of the guys that speaks up and points that out, or is that strictly coaches? It's, I mean, it's coaches. We're not a big. Um, um, there's not a lot of players that call other players on our offense. I don't think maybe on defense it's different. I've been on teams with I've been on a team where Peyton Manning was the quarterback. He called out everybody, including the owner and the general manager. So I mean, it's uh, we all got called out. I got a great story on that. It's not for now, but uh, about Peyton. But but uh, but yeah. So there have been a lot of teams like that. Chris Carter with the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, I can go. The list goes on of players that are really hard on other players. And and our team's much more coach driven. Kyle and the coaches and everybody really pointing out what needs to be what what needs to be worked on and improved upon. And then you know within our groups we stay on each other. I think and and guys are pretty good that way. But it's mostly coach driven. Does Tevin Coleman look more explosive now than a couple of years ago when he was on the team? Or is that an optical I think he's it's been the same. I think he's always been a real, real explosive player. I remember him coming out of uh, college, and and I remember him playing for Kyle in Atlanta, and what a good job he did. <laughs> I remember him with us a couple years ago, but you know he's also been out a little bit, so maybe there is some freshness, there's some spring in his legs. We always talk about it. when a guy's been out a few weeks, come back to practice, it's fresh legs. He looks different than everybody else when he gets back out there again because he hasn't had the wear and tear of everyday practice. Yeah, Tev's awesome. We talked about it, I think, last week or the week before. We just talked about his explosiveness on the field and when these guys were going to get their opportunities, and Tev went out there and really did a great job. And it's just so nice for him. I mean, to get two touchdowns, it's awesome for a guy that was on, is on the practice squad, was not working anywhere, and now he's here and scores twice for us. It was really cool. He's doing a good job. Just keeps grinding away, and you know when he's ready, he's going to be ready. He's still a young player that's developing, and when there's a guy like Tev with experience in the office, Jeff in the offense, and Jeff Wilson as well, um, it is definitely a uh, a challenge for him. But he, he does a great job. I said every week he works hard, and when his op comes, we'll probably be surprised how well he does.
was just saying, I knew was going to put in the fight. Probably probably pass coaching on base, but he's always playing his butt off. And he's talked in the past um, about his blocking. And, and um, is he, like, from a year ago, is his technique better, or is that just a matter of desire and being a more willing blocker? Uh, he, he was, there were times last year that they got cranked up. And I mean, when you talk about a Rams game that we played in, uh, in, in, in Levi Stadium, I mean, they got after it, the Minnesota. I mean, there's some games that stick out where they competed every single snap. They've never not blocked. That's one thing about Kyle's offense that's always goes back to his dad and that the receivers are going to block. If you're going to play in this offense, you're going to block. And, uh, and so Brandon and, and Debo and all those guys have embraced it. Juwan, I mean, holy cow. Those guys really enjoy blocking. Um, obviously, like any receiver, they want to get their catches and they want to do those things, and then it's a give and take with them. But these guys are more than willing to do an excellent job, whatever we ask them to do. And uh, B.A.'s done that his whole career. It's like anything else, the consistency of it and all that. It's maybe being noticed a little bit more now because it's probably more consistent. Like all of his game is more consistent right now. Two more? Anybody? All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, guys.